Hi guys and welcome to this week's episode of God-Sized Stories. Did you know that there is a huge father absence crisis in American society? Yes, it is a big issue. According to the Census Bureau, 18.4 million children, that is one in every four children, live without a father figure today. The issue is huge because it also breeds other serious problems that our society is facing today, like teen pregnancy, huge behavior problems, drug use. And listen, this is not just a religious opinion. It's a social psychological fact. Well, today you will hear my conversation with Alex and Stephen Kendrick from Kendrick Brothers Productions. These are the brothers who brought to the screen the box office hit War Room, Facing the Giants, Courageous, and other beautiful faith-based movies. We talked about their first documentary, Show Me the Father, which was just launched in DVD in early March. This is my second time interviewing Alex and Steven, and I just love talking to them. I had such a great time hearing about their own father's stories and how this project has impacted them and also their hopes for this documentary. So whether you're walking in the park, sitting down with a cup of coffee, or stuck in traffic, get ready to be blessed by another God-sized story. excited to have you guys one more time. My, Good to see you. Thank you. Good to see you. Uh, I'll be writing a column for the Atlanta Journal Constitution um, on, on, on this new movie that you guys are launching. And I just heard from Stephen that you actually are in theaters in my country this this, this weekend. Is that right? That's right. Mostra yeah. meo pie. Yeah. Well, mostra meo pie. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> you have to learn Portuguese, huh? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, we're very excited. Uh, I had a chance to go down to um, Brazil a couple of years ago and beautiful country. I was in Rio and Sao Paulo and uh, loved it and was able to meet with some pastors and churches down there promoting Overcomer, our last film. And so we are very grateful for the support that Brazil gives to us. That's wonderful. Yeah, my family loved Overcomer and I'm sure they will really enjoy this new release as well and that's what we are talking about today so I want let's just jump right in I want you guys to tell tell me uh, about your new and first documentary the first time that you guys do a documentary it's called show me the father and uh, my question is what made you want to do your first documentary on this subject so I, th I think we had finished overcomer and Stephen came to me and said, I have something that is on my heart. And it, it was a focus on fatherhood. Of course, we had done a movie called Courageous, which is now being re-released as Courageous Legacy with some updates. But he said um, to really uh, dive into the issue of fatherhood, most people um, would say that they have some scars related to their dad. Mm -hmm. Though we have some good dads out there, a lot of people have said it, it's hard for me to think about my dad in some way. It was a hurtful relationship. 
And a lot of people don't realize that they have a perfect father in heaven that desires to have a, a relationship with them and that does love them perfectly. We found five powerful, true stories, various views of fatherhood that we put in the movie, Show Me the Father, that I think people will relate to one or more of the stories. They are emotional. They have some twists in them, very inspirational. But by the end of the movie, Show Me the Father, people have a, uh, a broader view of God as their heavenly father. Mm -hmm. And so we put these stories together. And if I can be honest, it turned out more impactful and powerful than I expected. And so it's now available on DVD. It's available uh, to stream. You can go to iTunes, Amazon, wherever you normally stream movies, and you can watch Show Me the Father. It's just come out with Courageous Legacy. You can get both of them. And mm -hmm. so we're excited about this focus on Father, and we want to encourage fathers out there to embrace the role God has given them and to look to God through Jesus Christ as the perfect role model for a father. That's a very, what an important subject. I was reading that there is a huge father absence crisis in America right now. So according to the U.S. Census Bureau in 2020, 18.3 million children, one in four, are living without a biological or a stepfather or an adoptive father. So, I mean, this is a huge crisis that we have right now. Uh, you, on the other hand, as I read your story, I read your history of how you began your ministries and, and your company, your, your production company, you know, your father had an amazing role and a very, very impactful role mm -hmm. in, in your upbringing and even in, in your fulfilling your call from God. So tell us a little bit of how, how your dad has uh, shaped you. Well, yes, our dad was our hero growing up. Uh, he was not only a loving, involved father, but he walked in integrity and he kept his promises. And when he did make mistakes, he was honest about them and would apologize to us. And we loved him more, you know, because of that. Uh, but it's interesting, our 20 years in church ministry has given us uh, a unique perspective because you get to see the best of the best and the worst of the worst in society. Uh, you're helping, you know, parents deal with their kids that are incarcerated or on drugs or depressed. Our own father had grown up in a home where he had a seven foot tall alcoholic father in his formative years that was emotionally disconnected from him. So our dad basically was learning how to be the dad for us that he wished he had had himself when he was growing up. But uh, he dealt with uh, our dad dealt with insecurity, fear issues and um, and really struggle with depression at different seasons of his life. But when he began to study what the Bible says about God loving us and God being a loving father, uh, the last verse in the Old Testament says that God wants to turn the hearts of fathers back to their children and children's hearts back to their fathers, or else the earth will have a curse on it. Meaning, if you look at the prisons today, the number one common denominator of people that are in prisons is fatherlessness. If you look at kids that are on drugs, if you look at teen pregnancy, if you look at kids that are getting trafficked, 
fatherlessness is the common denominator. And if you want to bless the education, the emotional well-being of the next generation, better than counseling, better than any kind of drug, uh, better than just educational aspirations, if you can help dads to get involved in the lives of their kids and to be loving fathers that say, I believe in you, I love you, I'm supporting you, I'm cheering you on, it will change the life of that kid forever. But the contrast is that we're seeing father wounds at an unbelievable level, that kids are not hearing that from their dads. You quoted that the, those statistics, 18 million kids growing up without the voice of their father in their homes. And we thank God for moms. You know, moms and dads are like two wings on an airplane. They complement one another. They balance each other out, but they're never intended to replace one another. You know, my mom's got enough on her plate than to try to be dad too, you know, but dads, the laws are set up oftentimes against dads. Uh, the television shows and media make fun of dads rather than presenting involved, loving fathers that care about their kids. And in the church, we see that oftentimes dads have come in with that woundedness, but they don't know how to heal and they don't know how to step it up. And so uh, the scriptures are very clear that God can step in and fill those gaps. He can help us forgive our earthly fathers and move on. We saw our dad, you know, do that. But in our lives, he was not only very involved, but we actually featured a representation of our father in almost all of our films. Yeah, and the movie Show Me the Father, you get to actually hear from our dad and get to hear his story. And we're glad that it's one of the five stories featured in the movie that people will be able to see. That's amazing. I look forward to seeing that. That will be very, very neat because I, I know just by reading different times how much uh, he impacted your careers and what you do today, that it will be an amazing movie. And, you know, you you, you said something that is so true. Um, you know, a lot of times and there will be parent, fathers who are watching this interview or who um, are going to watch a movie and they are like, I, ha I have no example of a father. So what are some of the uh, suggestions or the, the, some ideas that you can give parents to connect to children, even, even though they didn't have a good example growing up? So, um, well, I'm going to talk about a mindset, uh, not just uh, ex examples, though I, I'll, I'll throw a couple out there just very briefly. We encourage you to guard your meal time, especially your dinner time in the evenings with your family that you put away the television, your, your smartphones, and you use that time to talk as a family, to relate, to uh, listen to one another, to even pray together. Uh, my family has learned, in addition to that, to do a time where we will read one chapter of the Bible in the evenings mm -hmm. instead of just watching television all the time. We talk about it, then we pray together to end the day. And, uh, and I verbally tell my kids every single day, I love you. I, I tell them when, they're, when I'm proud of them. I, I correct them sometimes when they need correction. But here's a principle to operate by. When your children know that you love them, their heart is open to listen to you. If they question whether you love them and their heart is closed, it doesn't matter if what you say is correct, they will not receive it. We all tend to listen to the people that we believe love us the most. That's who our heart is open to. So love your children. 
It's not always going to be easy. It requires tough love, patient love, which is what God does for us. Mm -hmm. But when you love your children, they'll listen to you. So a lot of the rebellion that we see when children uh, won't listen to their parents, don't respect their parents, much of that deals with the fact that they don't truly believe their parents love them. Mm -hmm. They think their parents are just always on their back about you know, something they don't like that they're doing. So spend time with your kids. Make sure your kids know they are a priority over your entertainment, mm -hmm. over your hobbies, even over your work, that if you have to stop work to, to pour into your kids, that you're willing to do that. And then their heart will be open to you and they will listen to you. Absolutely. That's very true. Um, and, you know, on, on this movie, you also have some incredible voices, right? I was uh, looking at uh, the cast and or the people who are in the documentary. Tell us about them, about some of your tasks, and something that you have learned, at least one example that you have learned from them. Sure. Well, we feature five incredible stories in Show Me the Father. Uh, Tony Evans is a well-respected international pastor and speaker, and he brings the theological perspective on the fatherhood of God into the story. But uh, hearing Sherman Smith and Dylan McCullough talk about a mentoring relationship where Sherman was a father figure to him, and the response to that was the number one most responded to uh, featured story on ESPN. Uh, and we are able to take it to another level and share more about what was going on behind the scenes and show me the father. You hear from Jim Daly, who's the president of Focus on the Family, Eddie George, who was the Heisman Trophy winning uh, football player. He shares his own personal story of learning how to take responsibility for his son when he was feeling like he was too young to do that. Uh, you also hear about my daughter's adoption story, and our father even shares how he he gave us a formal blessing. A lot of people don't even know what that is, but we long for our dads to say, I love you. I'm proud of you. I believe in you. Here's what I see for your future. And here's what I'm cheering you on to accomplish. And we talk about how to receive a blessing, how to give a blessing through this documentary. So uh, I'm excited that people are going to get to see this because we tried to produce it like a feature film with a, an original score, the way it's edited. It's an emotional roller coaster. Show Me the Father received an A-plus cinema score, which is extremely rare. Wow. It has a 97 on Rotten Tomatoes from the audience, which is extremely difficult to get. So people love this movie. It's a rewatcher. And the people that are watching it want to share it with other people, and they want to watch it again and again. So we would encourage people, please watch it on digital download or get the DVD of Show Me the Father and Courageous Legacy. Watch it with your family over Christmas yes. and let it spark some really good discussions for you. That's a great time to watch that. Of course, as the families get together right now during the holidays, it's great. So um, and you just said it, you guys are releasing the 10, 10 year anniversary of Co Courageous, right? It's a, it's a, just a just a re-release -re of Courageous, which was probably one of the, your best sellers, right? Because mm -hmm. you had all the, that's amazing. I love the movie, I've watched several times. It's wonderful. And it also, it speaks to the, to the, to the issue of fatherhood as well, which uh, goes so great, goes together with your, your documentary in a wonderful way. So very proud of you guys. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me at all that the, the ratings are what they are. Everything that you guys do is with excellence. 
And I think that uh, the, the name of my podcast is God-Sized Stories. And mm. I love to feature people uh, who are, are just uh, common people. You guys were literally going to school in KSU. I mean, Aquas. So we were <laughs> neighbors probably at some point in time. And, uh, you know, and it's someone that, uh, you know, comes from a, 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 just a working family and who excels the way that you have and God has blessed the way that you have. I mm. can see that there's a thread in the middle of your story, and that is God. That's why mm. it's a God-sized story. So my, my question to you concerning that, uh, what are some of the key elements that you would tell my audience that, that if they want to partner with God, these are the things that they need to do in order to fulfill God's plan for their lives, not mm. their own? Right. Yeah, so <clears throat> I'm going to start with this. The reason we came up with the title, Show Me the Father, there is a story in scripture where Jesus is walking with his followers. And several of them said, Jesus, show us the Father. And Jesus responded by saying, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. What Jesus was referring to was that his characteristics, his love, his patience, his kindness, his desire to love people is exactly like the Father. Mm -hmm. God sent Jesus to make a way for us to be in a right relationship with God. When we put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, then we can have a relationship with God the Father. As a matter of fact, John 14, 6, the book of John in the Bible, chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. In other words, if you want that relationship with a perfect God, a perfect father, mm. you can do so through Jesus Christ. Mm. That's what I did. That's what Stephen did. We, we basically said, God, you, you know who I am. You know when I've done wrong. You know my sin. Uh, Lord, would you forgive me? And would you save me? Would you give me that perfect relationship with God the Father? And Jesus says, if anybody calls on me in my name, he can be saved. So it just requires faith which is what we did. So if you want that perfect relationship with God the Father, it starts with believing and trusting Jesus Christ. That's what scripture says. So I know that to be true in my own life. Stephen knows that to be true in his life. Our families know that to be true in their lives and millions of other people. So that's the main thing I would say to you, um, that the best way to be grounded, to have that foundation, to know who you are, who God designed you to be, and that everything you touch mm -hmm. is a more fulfilling, purposeful concept is to do so through Jesus Christ. And so we pray to him daily, we worship him, and we're led by him. And I, uh, in and of myself, will always have things that I am striving to find significance. But when I do so through God, he helps me and gives me that purpose that I long for. So that that's my answer. I don't know if you want to yeah. add to that. Well, it's interesting that uh, when Jesus showed up, people were used to relating to God as creator. And in Matthew chapter five, it's the first sermon we have in the first gospel when he shows up. And he says, when you pray to God, call him father. Yeah. It says in Ephesians three, that fatherhood on earth was created out of the fatherhood of God in heaven. 
And so there's been other documentaries about fatherlessness that come out and, you know, the roles of dads and why they're so important, but they don't know what it's connected to or where it came from or the source of fatherhood, the DNA of fatherhood. And scripture lays it out. There's actually seven roles that dads are supposed to play, and they parallel the seven roles that God plays in our lives. There's a, a father is to be a provider, a protector, a teacher, a leader, an example, a compassionate friend for his children, an encourager uh, when they're struggling. And so when you look at those roles that dads play, when they don't do that on earth, kids become unhinged and they're struggling with their identity. They're like, I don't know why I'm here. I'm rejecting myself. I don't feel loved. I don't know, you know where I need to go. I don't know how to struggle with stressful things. And so God, though, in scripture says that he can be a father to the fatherless. And we saw that happen in our own dad's life. When he forgave his broken, earthly, alcoholic, seven-foot-tall dad, and he learned to let God fill in those gaps, our dad began to bloom as a father, and he began to be loving, even though he had not had a loving example, you know, when he was growing up. And so we have seen in 20 years of church ministry, lives change, dads be transformed, prayers get answered really just the power of God in people's lives. And it's not because of religion or joining a denomination. It's really from doing what Jesus said. He said, call upon him and he'll introduce you to the father and begin that relationship. And so I'm grateful that show me the father uh, is a great appetizer for people to learn how to find that healing and receive a blessing. Uh, and we're telling true stories. You know, you can't argue with people's testimonies because it's just their their story. And so people who've watched Show Me the Father and Courageous Legacy, they're moved emotionally, they're inspired, and hopefully they walk away thinking, my life's going to be different because of me seeing this film. Absolutely. It sounds like that's exactly what's going to happen. And you're going to be able to, through this movie, show people that um, they have a Heavenly Father that can help them to really write their God-sized stories, regardless of where they come from. So right. that's wonderful. I love it. Now, uh, 2022, my, my, my last uh, question, and you may not be able to tell me, but 2022 marks the 20th anniversary, right, of you guys, your first movie, Flywheel, right? That's right. We started in in 2002 working on that movie yeah. so can we expect uh, something amazing for 2022 even better so we actually have already shot our newest motion picture and we're now oh. editing it so it will come out in 2022 oh. and so we're excited about that we're not talking too much about it just yet because okay. we need to get further along with post-production but it's coming. It's in the works. We're very excited about it. So we're praying for Show Me the Father and Courageous Legacy to continue to have an impact as they, you know, we, we're going to hit the early part of the year with those being released and being available for streaming and DVD. And then we will turn our attention to this new movie that will come out next year. So we're, and we have some other things in the works as well. So uh, there's, there's, there, there is a lot uh, that, that's cooking in the oven. It's awesome. That means that I'll get to see you guys again in 2020. Yes, that's right. Of course. Maybe I'll come see you guys where you are. That sounds good. <laughs> this time. Well, wonderful. Listen, always a pleasure uh, to talk to you both because I know many people who have been impacted by your work through the years, including my family. So I want to mm -hmm. thank you for saying yes to the call. Uh, thank you for this amazing documentary. I have no question 
that it was uh, really guided by the Lord. Um, that is a much needed message this day and time in our country and in the world. And I thank you. It's great to thank talk you, with you. Great yeah. talking to you. Well, I hope you enjoyed my interview with Alex and Stephen Kendrick as much as I enjoyed doing it. Well, if you want to find out more about Show Me the Father, you will find a link to the movie's website on my show notes, as well as a link to my column to the Atlanta Journal, where I wrote about the issue of fatherless in America, as well as the movie Show Me the Father. While you are there, please make sure to subscribe to this channel and give us a good review. We will meet you again here next week where I will be sharing another interview and another God-sized story. Thank you for listening.